Hello and welcome to another episode of the Voice of Wealth podcast. Today we're going to talk about pets. Where would we be without them? During the various lockdowns in 2020 and 2021, in the wake of the coronavirus, research has shown that pets have become increasingly important to us. We're adopting or buying more animals and we're spending more on feeding, treating, entertaining and caring for our furry friends. Today, Ed Shing, Global CIO of BNP Paribas Wealth Management, is my guest. Hello and welcome. Hello there, Charlotte. Ed, I happen to know that you are an animal lover. The following is probably not a typical question you get asked at the bank. But what animals do you like and do you currently have a pet? Well, it's funny you should say that because I would never have characterised myself in the past as an animal lover, particularly. But in the end, yes. Yes, we have two cats now in the house. Um, had them for a couple of years. And yep, yeah, I'm a big cat person. Not so much a dog person because I think they require a lot more work. Um, but definitely got the two cats for the moment. So so yeah, that's good for me. How about you, Charlotte? I imagine yes. you have some pets too. Yes, we have a black cat whom we officially adopted just over a year ago because she was a stray. That a stray twice, actually. Um, and we take her for walks in the forest because um, we live in the country and also in the fields. And she manages about three kilometers on each walk, actually. It's quite impressive. Anyway, um, Ed, uh, why do you think COVID-19 has ushered in a growing trend of pet ownership? Well, I think there's one obvious answer to that, uh, Charlotte, which is that we've been locked up at home. So lockdowns have clearly uh, increased the amount of time we spent at home, uh, particularly with the work from home trend. And with that, I think people have felt a little bit more isolated um, and have wanted to improve their home surroundings. And part of that has has included taking on a pet, whether it be a cat or dog or other pet, that maybe they wouldn't have done before. So that's huge. Um, Also, the fact that people aren't going away on holiday means that they've forgotten about the issue of what do you do with your your pets when you go away? Well, people aren't going away, so they don't have that issue at the moment. So they've forgotten about that. And I think that's another reason why people have taken pets on, because they forget about some of the inconveniences um, uh, of, of, of pets. And at the end of the day, um, studies show us in the US, for instance, that 70% of pet owners have been spending more time with their pets during lockdowns and because of social distancing. So it's it's a clear phenomenon. Um, and I'm sure, you know, you found you found this too, haven't you? Because uh, like, like me, Charlotte, you've been working at home. Yes, uh, definitely. I mean, our cat is, you know, 23 hours a day, the cat is with us. So that that that's a real advantage actually for her um especially as she was astray for a while beforehand and in fact research also says that um there are scientific and health benefits of having a, a pet around the house what what do you know about that well clearly i mean i think there are two obvious benefits to the first one is exercise now um we're cat owners so maybe we get less of that but if you're a dog owner for instance clearly you're going walking or running with your dog typically on a daily basis i know i have friends who frequently go running with their dogs because you do need to take your dog outside for exercise and at the same time the owners get exercise too so one clear benefit is daily exercise i think a second key benefit is reduction of stress 
and lowering of um, blood pressure. And this is done typically by stroking your animals. And it has been, med it has been st shown statistically that um, when you stroke your animals, be cats, dogs, or other, that this actually does have a calming effect on the owners over time and actually reduces blood pressure. I believe you've actually seen some studies along those lines, haven't you, Charlotte? Yes, um, I read that one study found that over a 10 year period, cat owners were 30% less likely to die of a heart attack or a stroke than non-cat owners, which is quite interesting. And another one along the, on the lines of um, allergies, actually, owning a cat means fewer allergies. So in 2002, so going, going back a little while now, the National Institute of Health released a study that found that children under a year old who were were exposed to a cat were less likely to develop allergies and not just pet related to allergies. So dust mites, ragweed and grass and so on. Um, what about the mental health issue? Well, again, I think this is very important that um, people have felt much more isolated, Charlotte, because of um, uh, because of the work from home. They haven't been going to the office and seeing their colleagues. They're obviously, because of lockdowns, they haven't necessarily been able to go to social engagements and see friends as much as before. So I think um, in that sense, pets have filled a void um, in terms of contact with other beings. And that certainly has helped um, in terms of avoiding depression and improving mental health of, of pet owners. So I think there is a very important mental health aspect to this. Um, that pets are helping to fulfill um, in avoiding, for instance, uh, depression. And I think, uh, you know, what I would say, Charlotte, is that depression is one of the key, um, the key ailments of the developed world today. And it's certainly been a very, uh, a, and you see a growing incidence of depression. So from my point of view, anything that can reduce the incidence of depression, such as caring for a pet, I think can only be good news. But on those lines, Charlotte, um, I don't know about you, but I seem to be spending an awful lot on these cats, whether it be on the food, on the grooming, on accessories. Um, are you finding a large proportion of your household budget going towards your cat? Well, not a large proportion, obviously, thankfully. But yes, we're clearly spending more on our animals. I think that's for people generally. Um, in terms of revenue, on the back of this rising trend in pet ownership, the pet industry in 2021 represents one of the most lucrative opportunities for online brands, obviously people are not able to go into to shops. So they're actually looking um, to buy stuff online. Um, actually, Ed, did you know that total pet revenue growth since COVID-19 is more is up more than 60%. So that is a huge number. And apart from food and treats um, and so on, pet grooming, vet appointments, over-the-counter medicine, um, um, in fact, there's a growing there's a growing number of accessories, as, as you just mentioned. And what's more, the other day I was googling a specific product for my cat. It was actually a, to get some a collar, a new collar for her. And I was astonished to see the huge number and diversification of accessories and equipment for pets available online today, including a portable dog paw cleaner, an automatic food and water dispenser that I think has actually been around for a while, a cat wheel to encourage our feline friends to exercise. And by the way, they are several, they can be several hundred euros not to mention pet carrier bags and fluffy toys to amuse them and even cat coats uh, for the colder weather and even, can you believe it, fancy dress clothes uh, for various occasions. 
the bottom line is that we are truly humanizing our animals, celebrating, for example, celebrating birthdays with them, taking them on holiday. And secondly, we are premiumizing pet care, indulging them in, in luxury food and so on. So having said that, actually, I gave my cat some smoked salmon the other day and she turned her little nose up a bit. She prefers cod, but at least we know that now. So do you think this trend, this whole pet care and accessories and so on, trend is set to grow even more? Or do you I, think I, it's a temporary I, thing? No, I don't think it's temporary because it was happening before COVID. So to give you one um, statistic, um, if we look at higher quality pet foods, for instance, these private label, more premium pet foods have seen growth of 75% since 2017. So and that's, that predates COVID by a couple of years. So this has not just happened in 2020, but this has been going on for a few years. And I don't see why this would change in the future, because in a sense, this is a corollary of people having fewer children. I think if anything, they're perhaps having fewer children per couple, but perhaps instead having more pets, almost as a, as a, ch a child substitute. So I think that this is a growing trend in the, in the Western world, and I don't see any reason why it should stop anytime soon. Um, so from my point of view, I think it's an excellent theme, particularly for investment, because what we always like are structural growth themes, and this seems to be one of them, Charlotte. Yes. And what about in the sustainability theme in the pet industry? Well, I think it's quite clear that we, that, uh, particularly uh, the younger generation, so those who are millennials or Gen Zers, for instance, are treating animals increasingly like they treat themselves. So they're humanizing their pets in a way, which means um, just as they want to eat sustainably themselves and maybe vegan, vegetarian or very healthy products, they want to do the same thing for their own animals. So they're, for instance, going for more natural and organic products for their pets, just as they do for themselves. Um, so I think, again, this is part of that premiumization trend, no doubt, and it continues. But, um, but certainly, certainly in terms of investment, we think that this, this will continue and um, and that's why, you know, we talked about uh, in our investment themes, which we talked about um, both at the end of last year and then again in March, we did identify pet care as one of those growing structural consumption themes. Uh, exactly for those reasons you've mentioned, Charlotte, that we're not just talking about the pet food, but grooming, veterinary care, uh, you know, so animal health care, all of these areas are growing rapidly. And I think will 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 continue to. And I think there are clearly a number of ways to invest in that, um, to invest in that growing trend, not least of which would be, for instance, ETFs. There is an ETF in the US called PAWS, where you are targeting pet care, pet grooming, and pet health. Uh, and there also are a number of stocks in Europe and the US, which are, again, concerned with all things animal uh, and pet care. So I think those are the obvious ways to invest. For instance, pet retailers. There are a number of pet retailers, both in the US and in Europe, which are, have done phenomenally well over the last year or so, precisely on the back of this trend. Thank you very much indeed, uh, Ed Sheng. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>